Um, g'day. <laughs> well, that, that was that was an abrupt change of uh, change of pace mid sentence. Yeah. I was really impressed. That's, yeah, well, that g'day back. <laughs> I'm talking to Andrew P Street. I think you're the first person I've had on Zealot with a noun for a surname. Really? Yeah. Surely there's got to be other nouns. No, there's been a verb. Right. And then some nondescript, unclassifiable. Some gibberish. Yeah, and now a noun. Yeah. That's how far we've come. Finally. Hey, have you got a book out? I do. What's it called? It's called The Long and Winding Way to the Top, subtitle 50 or So Songs That Made Australia. That is available in all stores worth their salt. Look, and I know of at least two of them where they will also sell you salt because I'm pretty sure it's going to be available at Big W. <laughs> and I think they sell... Not that have pool salt at the very least. Uh, I'm going to try and make a thing because we're talking about a Japanese cult today. We are. And we had a little chat before about um, accents and I am not going to do any. Any Japanese word that I say is going to be in my regular broad Australian accent. Robustly ochre. Correct. Uh, look, I think that's that's a good way to. I I think that's respectful. That that's. That, I promise it's not respectful to any Australians. <laughs> look, I think it makes you an Australian patriot of the <gasps> of the sort that are in groups that call themselves Australian patriots. Right. I don't. I can't tell if you're insulting me. Such is the nature of patriotism in 2017. It, it is. It's a complex beast. It is. Like those ones in Book of Revelation. Yes. We're going to get to that. Segway. Um, you said you like the stupid name song. So I did. I'm, I'm going to put it here. I want to hear how you how you say it too. Yeah, I'm 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 now feeling very very self conscious about <laughs> pronouncing this. Um, I'm Shinrenko. I'm going to go with right. I'm going to go in my accent. I'm going to go with I'm Shinrikyo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm, it is Shinrikyo. I, yes. I, I, I've sort of read it and heard it in different ways. Let's nickname it Om because a lot of articles do, hmm. um, and I like the Om because. <gasps> Is it too soon for another jingle? Do you nah, think? drop it. For the first time ever, I drop get that to bomb. use this one. Boom. There. Splash. And yes, yes, there is yoga in it. Yeah. So, um, that's Oops. where it's going. It is, it is transcendent. As, as transcendent as the jingle. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Tell me who the head of this cult is. Again, now, now, now I feel very self-conscious about Oh, I am about making the, you say them all. Yeah. Mm. With, with, don't think I haven't noticed what you've got going on here. <laughs> so this, this gentleman was, was born, Chizuzu uh, Masamoto. Luckily, he went for uh, Shoko, Shoko Ashikara. Shoko Ashikara. There we go. Right. Uh, thank God. And we can call him Shoko. The Shokes. The Shokes. The Shokester. Shokey. Show us Shoko. Shoko. Yeah. You Shoko me all night long. Oh, there we go. Yeah. This is ochering up beautifully. I know. I'm just, I feel it's it's the noun surname. It's the most Australian one I've had so far. It, it, it bothers me that this cult is, is in Tokyo as opposed to in like Blinman or something. 
Coonabara brand. Coonabara brand. The mm. Blidman of the slightly more north. Oh, please. Okay, you're in charge of geography and directions. Very well. I'm not. I'm not great. And it's not because I'm a lady. Because I am. I'm a fucking lady. Yeah. Uh, Street you are. It's because I don't care. Mm. Mm. And Shoko was born almost completely without sight. He was. I think it's important to remember that he... His family came from a long line of uh, tatami map makers, <laughs> which is just, just one of those. Mats, aren't they? They're just floor mats. I, I don't think it has anything to do with anything that followed. But and nobody ever said, "How did he make his millions?" Oh, he's in the tatami business. The tatami game. Oh, I the tatami game. This is what they <laughs> what they call it. tatami racket. Yeah. Mm. When you when you, when you get into the tatami, like the, the money makes itself. As they always say, until in, yeah. in Japan, until you get hit up for protection money by the tatami gangs. <laughs> I don't. It's brutal. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's hard work in the tatami game, and it is a game. <laughs> Look, this is boding well. We've yeah. just spent two minutes wow. on tatami, and we've got a long way to go. It's a fun word. It is. Well, the writing was on the wall, I think, with Shoko, because apparently mm. he was sent to Shokes. Shokes. Shokester. Uh, yes, dog. He was. <laughs> Because Shokes had half the sight in one eye and was blind in the other, mm-hmm. in a school for the blind, like the one he was sent to... The, the half one... the a sighted man is king. Correct. And he learned to manipulate from a very early age. So he would gather the non-sighted students, say, take my elbow, because that's the correct way to do it, mm-hmm. uh, and take them out for a haircut or a cup of tea. And then he'd say, okay, for me to get you home, it's going to cost you 20 yen or however many. That's nothing, is it? That's that's not very many yen. Some monies. Yeah. A billion yen. It's so, probably too much. Yeah. And he ran for school class president or the equivalent. And everyone was so scared of him, so they didn't vote him in. And I think that's where he started to go bad. You're going to be resentful if you are probably the only person with the capacity to ballot stuff and you can't even (laughs) sort of pull that off. Well, maybe maybe they didn't see the bunting. (laughs) Get the fly. I did all these posters. (laughs) They're so colourful, I'm assured. Who do they vote for? Who do blind people... Oh, they can hear. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not statues, you know that, right? That's a... What lesson have we learned? Never think aloud. <laughs> With a, feeling a bit powerless, the Shokes decided that um, making money honestly is a poor man's game. Well, look, when you've been, you know, when, when you've seen the tatami biz up close, then then you are going to think, look can't help noticing extortion is paying off big time yeah rather than weave my mats i'll weave my schemes he's decided that there's a bit to be made in the shonky pharmaceuticals game Mm. and just generally in the yoga and meditation side of life yeah he sort of he essentially in some ways he was kind of ahead of the game i mean had he been in Australia, his products would be in every chemist. Yeah. And I, look, complementary medicine. What I like about it is that whenever you've got something 
that's like medicine but with a prefix. You just know, like, oh, it must be better. I've got a bit of background about the religious state of affairs in Japan since the end of World War Two. Will, will you will you enlighten us? I will. They removed some laws that bas- were basically telling their population what religion they had to be mm. after World War Two, and different hokey religions proliferated. There were lots of shonky religions, and at one point, on sort of a census-like thing. There were more people or sort of aligning themselves with particular religions than there were people in Japan because hmm. some of them were like, eh, I'll have seven different religions. I'll just sign well, up to a bunch of it's good to kind of... Like, I, I think it's good to sort of have a bit of a spread, you know? Like, yeah. You know, when you're thinking of your afterlife, and particularly if you're thinking of your shonky afterlife. You want to hedge your bets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, like, I, I like the sounds of these lizard people, but, <laughs> you know, then, then there's the wind ghosts. You know, they, they they seem to have some good ideas, like like their policies, like like these particular planks. I reckon yeah. I'm going to you know split the difference. I'm going to follow the hyena god and uh, see. You know, because he's a bit of a laugh. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So anyway, so we're 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 in a we're in a time in Japan. Lots of shonky religions, more religions than the, every every shunk of the rainbow. That's right. I'm I'm colorblind, so I can only see blue and yellow in rainbows. Wow! People at primary school were very... that's pretty much the only colors, to be fair. People at primary blue, school were yellow. really mean with that song. <laughs> blue well, and yellow and blue and yellow, blue and yellow wow. and blue. Wow! It's a yeah. It's a beautiful song. Well, Johnny Young depends on who you. What Irene Cara? Right. So Shokes thought I'll be in on that. I'll start with yoga and a bit of meditation. Mm-hmm. Gonna, he's going to combine the the Eastern and the Western traditions. Which he's going to combine a lot of he, shit. It, I mean, th- this is one of the things you, you can say, say for Shokes. He did some reading, not necessarily very deep reading, but he did... The he, headlines, mostly. Yeah, he, he, got, he got, got a good list of things and mm. thought, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to whack him in a blender. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out as a, as a bit of a faith. Maybe a little bit of fake pharmaceuticals in there as well. Just, you know, keep my hand in. Yeah. And, um, you know, finally say goodbye to the tatami game. I think it's fair to say at this point he he was no longer involved. It was a new memory in the tatami, tatami community, yeah. and it is a community. Uh, what do you reckon they call themselves? The oh, tatami. The tatami army. Oh yes. <laughs> One hundred percent, they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh God! Now I want to just start an entirely new podcast. <laughs> just thinking up names for stuff. Although I did think... shit puns of religion. <laughs> SPR. Uh... <laughs> the last episode. Welcome to the first episode of SPR. <laughs> In the last episode, we thought of a new podcast that was just. One chapter of the Bible per episode, just discussing. Because you go, you get to move from incest to oh, no, pretty much incest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, strong, strong themes, particularly you know in your in your book of Genesis, it's kind of yeah. There's some sibling fucking going which, on there. Absolutely, but we should also for the podcast, this fictional one, we should also get a chicken. So every time the Bible says begat, you just squeeze <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> begat. Chick- no chickens. I, 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 my family have had chickens in the past, and they, yeah, they're, they're not as obedient as you would necessarily think. Because <laughs> well, I don't think they're obedient at all. They're less less obedient right. than that. They also, it's got to be, my, my sister once had a, a pet duck 
living in a, in a share house with a pet duck was because it her, very it was a very aggressive pet duck also turns out ducks they, they main function as best i can work out is to shit everywhere <laughs> all the time in voluminous amounts that reminds me of there's a little sort of jetty restaurant somewhere on the central coast just the one they're only allowed the one yeah. since they changed the law uh and they cannot find a way to stop pelicans sitting on the eaves and shitting on the walkway can you imagine pelican shit one the size of it and two how it smells it's like just rich is my great guess. steaming sort of glutinous globs of mm. fish smelling big poo. big fishy turds they're amazing they're probably full of eyes too. Now you think about it, so like you probably have that thing. Of, <laughs> there'd be a that's a great mental image. An enormous, enormous sort of just blurp of of pelican turd, and then you sort of you know just look at it and go like that. That it's 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 looking at me funny. Okay, if this enormous tangent stays in, uh, <laughs> blurp of pelican turd <laughs> might be the t-shirt. <laughs> I've got, well, I don't know if it's an exhaustive list, but a list of the religions that um, Shoko pretty much read the headlines for and included. Mm-hmm. Two different types of Buddhism. Uh, Hinduism, mostly because Shiva being the god of destruction. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, little bits from, as, as was he. Yes. Uh, little bits from the book of Revelation, because everyone mm-hmm. loves uh, the end of the world. Revy B, as I call Revy it. Revy B from Johnny J. I don't know what the second <laughs> J is for. Um, some yogas, because he loved a bit of Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac Asimov, the well-known religion. Yeah, that that did surprise me, because Asimov himself, not a big fan of religion. No. So he, he would have probably enjoyed the irony right up until the murders. I mean, it is interesting. It is, it is the the only religion that adheres to the, th- the sort of three laws of robotics, yeah. which is unusual and kind of out of nowhere. Although one of, one of I mean, not to jump ahead, but um, uh, one of the... I think once you've done pelican turds, <laughs> all bets are off. Well, one of the, the, uh, the team that carried out the sarin gas attack was an AI expert. So may- maybe this was kind of like, you know, we'll, we'll gas us some some train and then we'll get into uh futuristic will smithian hellscape it's a considerable spoiler but yeah these are the mm. guys that did that tokyo 95 gas bombing on the subway that, that's true sorry was that was, no we were we building to I, that? no i actually did mean to mention that earlier so people go oh, oh that guy yeah but also a smattering of the predictions of nostradamus so it's really one mm. of the best value religions on the Japanese religion supermarket post-war. And what else did they believe? In a lot of ways, it was kind of your, your, your bog-standard common or garden apocalypse cult. Like they were very much... <laughs> Boring. They were very, very big on that the, the, the world was um, irredeemably evil, that, that there was no way to purge the, the, the terrible sins of the modern world. They... Um, there's a fair whack of nuclear paranoia in there. Yeah. This was this was the the method by which they were going to bring about the the apocalypse. Um, it's very big on Armageddon. They love the whole idea of karma without understanding what karma 
is. Joe, I, I, I want to be honest with you. Mm, please. I I don't hold myself up as an expert in oh. uh, in in Eastern mysticism, but um, one of the the defining features of karma, as I understand mm. it, is the idea that there will be some sort of uh, consequence of one's actions. Is karma not if I kill you, it's good for mankind? Mm. Um, yeah, actually, you're right. Sorry, that is yeah, that, well, that so is karma. That's was the, right. I mean that that's that was my understanding of the Culture Club song. That it was <laughs> about was... about how we need to kill chameleons. Well, in fact, with the number they're of They're deceptive. Different... With their with their changing colours. And the the eyes that Oh their eyes are... they go everywhere. But it's, it's like it's like a big blurp of turd. Blurp of turd. The show guys a horror story. <laughs> with this combination with this dare I say it, hodgepodge of religion. Mm. Plus their emphasis on karma. Is he not the karma chameleon? Oh, nice. Yeah. but they. Were... I was expecting you to say, is he not the Pete Evans of his day? And I was <laughs> going to say also, yes. Well, he, he made everyone else just eat vegetables. Mm. But he, I think he was having sneaky it, cheeseburgers on the side. Yeah, he, he wasn't as paleo. He wasn't. That being said, I can't wait for Pete Evans's like apocalyptic doomsday cult. It can't be that oh. far off, can it? Pete, if you're listening, I am on board. The thing is, though, that the Shokes didn't like to... He liked to put the blame on other people for a lot of things. So he fully believed that Japan would become a nuclear wasteland at the hand of at the hands of the US because mm-hmm. the US were evil and the devil. Um, it's interesting. Sh- not, not many other Asian c- countries have expressed that idea before that's it's quite a bold none bold they're well they're unique andrew mm, yeah. they're unique <clears throat> iconoclastic in yeah that way. it's not like it was our shakes mm, yeah uh and they also like to blame a couple of things on jewish people mm. so again totally original very like where where do, where does he get his ideas i swear he's like the cherry seinfeld of of Apocalyptic Doomsday Cults. It's just like, what? Hey, I've never thought of that before. No. The Jews, you say? But then they also, they switched it up a bit and sometimes they blamed North Korea for stuff. And it's like, yeah. That oh, was interesting. Whenever anything goes wrong, just blame North Korea. <laughs> I, I tell you what. look, they're, immature. They're an industrious people. And they, um, look, I, I think it's great that they're, they're working on, on finally... Getting rid of their mountains in North Korea. I, I, I think it's... Well, they're sick of people confusing them with Shakira's breasts. That's so true. Mm. They quite thought that levitation was cool. Mm. Uh, and Shoko himself was just known to fly around the room. Mm. Quite a levitator. But I was, I was in the unique position this week that I haven't been in before. That when Charlie Manson, died, when a cult leader dies, Jack all Manson. of my friends texted me. <laughs> hey, your boyfriend died. <laughs> Look, I said he's as a young man, his dimples were cute. One time, he was still a horrible, murdering bastard. Well, again, I don't, I don't want to sort of jump too far ahead, but it did occur to me that you know there, there were some some parallels with with C Nance. Um, I mean, you know, one. The whole inspiring other people to carry out brutal murders, mm. but also 
you know, he was a bit of a muso, and uh, you know, he didn't mind a didn't mind a sing. I mean, we'll, we'll get to so, that. Sea Mans and Showcoat, yeah, and um, uh, David Koresh. I'm going to nail my colours to the mark here, Joe. <laughs> David Koresh. I don't think he was that nice. Is this the hill you want to die on, yeah, Andrew? Yeah, no, I will. I will take this to the shop and I will buy an ice cream with it. Gutsy David move. Koresh, not a good fellow. You heard it. Not a good bloke. I just look. He doesn't pass the pub test. Write your letters of complaint to <laughs> zealotpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, the levitating. Levitating. Yes. Sorry. So there's photos of Shoko levitating. Up to one foot in the air. Well, the beauty of photos of people levitating is that um, they're unfakeable. That, that's what I like about them. That's right. Because they don't look like somebody jumping. That, no. That's one, one, of the, one of the defining features of photos of levitation. You just go, I, I can see no other way that yeah. this could possibly be I think be the done. look of strain on Shoko's face, plus the fact that his hair was flying up into the air, mm, mm. was just because he was filled with the love of and energy of so many perfect karmic souls. Yeah. It was probably like there was just it, it was probably just karma yeah. flying out of his follicles. Because yeah. that I, I I don't know I think it's in the Bible somewhere towards the back. Yeah. That's how it works. And there's that bit that says and thou shalt use your great springy yoga thigh muscles mm. to launch thyself mm. off the tatami. Well <clears throat> I mean, he is a man who would be uniquely familiar with the springy facilities yeah. of, of Tatami. To summarise, Shoko faked his le- levitation by bouncing. Right. I reckon... Look, I, I'm a pretty sedentary fellow. If somebody came to me and said, I can like get about a foot of air from a sitting position, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll join you, Cole. Yeah. Pure, purity. Forgive me for asking, but... Generally speaking, how low is your cult joining threshold? It's really just about how much. Could you bounce can... above it? it? It is really largely bounce based. Yeah. It's, See, I'm uh, up for it, but I, I am terrible at taking advice, mm-hmm. life advice. That's problematic for joining a cult. It I really, think. it's kind of because, the problem. Yeah, they they're pretty. Again, look, I don't want to tar all cults with the same brush, but they're pretty advicey. The appeal of the cult to others mm-hmm. uh, is said partly to be because of the very structured Japanese lifestyle uh, and the emphasis on schoolwork and work and the daily grind, the rat mm, race. Mm, mm. Um, and it is a race. It is. It is. <laughs> These guys. I've never seen... Are there rat races? That's another diversion. That, that's... <clears throat> look, I... I mean, it's really this is wins? this is a this is a myth. Rats not that competitive. No, <laughs> as a species, because there's a lot of teats. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, abundance of there rat teats. Today's t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> They're a teat-heavy species. It's got to be just, said. That's the quickest that a, a fictional t-shirt has ever <laughs> been usurped. <laughs> so with this rigid lifestyle. Mm. Ohm directed itself to be a way to sort of meditate yourself to freedom. Mm. To and the Japanese are relatively materialistic with technology, and we're talking the early to mid eighties at this point as mm. well. Um, 
So technology and everything. And this was so the first few Nintendo machines. The first which? The 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 first few games consoles. Yes. Yeah. The Donkey Kong that went. Mm. So they're talking. They're appealing to the the potential followers Mm. with um, sort of manga styled comics. Things. Yes, well, they they did they did have their own uh, their own manga and yeah, is, an anime which depicts Shoko flying through the air and to glowing. be fair, all anime depicts people flying through the air and glowing. True. Also, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, granted, I haven't seen it since I was 19, but Akira didn't understand it, didn't like it. <laughs> God, I wanted to. Wow, I wanted to. Soldiering on. Um, so the, basically, they're promising like a more meaningful life mm-hmm. to young people yeah. um, using the imagery that they're used to seeing in their downtime. Mm. So it's quite effective. So, they, so a little bit of little bit of Asimov, a little bit of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah, little little bit of yogic flying. It's got it's it's got it all. Yeah, if only they'd used it. If only they'd thrown in a bit of Tinky Winky, they could have got the yeah. really young people. Boom. But they were. They weren't super after the really young people because they liked attracting scientists as well mm-hmm. for their later nefarious activities. Bum, bum, bum. Shogo did kind of enjoy trying to predict when the end of the world would happen. Which, to be fair, if you are going to form a doomsday cult, mm. this is very much your bread and butter. So there was kind of a switch from, I think the end of the world is going to come probably at the hands of the US between mm-hmm. sort of 1996 and 2000. And then it changed to, ah, oh, we can just make it happen. Yeah, they, they, they did. It, it did go from, I mean, there, there was a definite moment where a lot of uh, doomsday cults, you know, they'll set a date, the date will pass, they'll look a bit foolish. And I think it was interesting that Shoko was, was determined to be kind of like, no, no, no. We're, you know, we're a proactive group. Mm. We, we are prepared to, to say we're not going to sit around and wait for nuclear Armageddon to, to engulf us. Mm. We're going to, uh, we're going to roll up our sleeves. We're going to get in there. Yeah. But we, like, well, I was going to say like most cult leaders, but also like everybody, they were shit at predicting it. Because spoiler, uh, the world didn't end between 1996 and 2000. It's really lucky. Was it luck? Uh, yes. Was it luck or was it karma? Oh, no, shush. No. I think it was bounce yoga. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a growing lot of followers. They're doing yoga. They're mm-hmm. meditating. They're also... They're watching jokes just zip around the room. That's right. Both in animated and real form. Yeah. They're expecting, nay, planning the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you reckon that they went from expecting and then one of them said... Yeah, my lease runs out yeah. in, in like, you know, another another 14 months. Yeah. You know, moving. Huh? Am I right? It's a it's a bear of a job. And they, you know, the followers are being told that they just need to be more like Shoko. They need mm. to remove the corrupt data from their brains mm-hmm. and introduce pure, amazing Shoko data. Mm. So I want to move on to some of the practices because... These are cool. And we've got, I think we've got a main compound at the moment near Mount Fuji, but yep. we've got other bits around the world, including about, I couldn't believe this, about 30,000 members in Russia. 
the the Russian connection was kind of amazing. I mean, like the the the, the religion, like so many religions, is outlawed in Russia. But when 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 Shokes decided that he would sing his innocence, mm. it was via a radio broadcast from Russia. So yeah, Shokes liked to sing, and he liked to make some of his announcement, including "I didn't do it." Yeah, via singing via via the medium of of sweet sweet song (laughs) om shinrikyo manufactured their own lsd and this is where it's cheaper this is one of the areas where the scientists that were heavily recruited came Mm. in handy And, and it is kind of foreshadowing in terms of like you know, make, making chemicals of increasing complexity. Yes. They're, they're, they're kind of work, working their way through it and going like... And, and also, in a way, once you've got LSD, a lot of the decisions that you're going to make about some of the, the things you're going to do from there on in, much, much easier. Yeah, but not great. Not great, no. This is, I think, of many of the cults available, this mm. one is pretty much the most off tits. On a regular basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, These mm-hmm. guys are leaking acid out their eyeballs. Now, the, so the cult had two levels. They had a monastic order mm-hmm. and just lay members. And the monastic order was pretty much the scientists. They were, they were people that could be of use to the mm-hmm. shokes. Um, and the monastic order, I think because they were the most likely to be... to leave, because mm-hmm. they were there... They were given special privileges, but they were also required. Again, the mantra of all cults to cut off ties with their family, mm. give the cult all their money, do as they're told. Um, and Rocks they're more... and mad celibacy. Yes. No sexy times for the monks of Ohm. You give up your name, it's replaced by a Sanskrit one. Mm-hmm. You undergo a bunch of initiations. And this is where... And I'm going to say it, shit get cray. Shit do get cray. Oh, I regret that instantly. Mm. There's, okay, what am I, there's a bardo initiation, which doesn't involve being Sophie Monk. Um, Does it involve poison? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) No, that's just because the whole cult does. But um, for that one, the initiate is brought before the Lord of Hell, in inverted commas, to hear accusations about his lifelong misbehaviours. Um, so it's basically just... Scientologist auditing is, is kind yes. of what they've got going on there. And they were also manufacturing truth drugs. Mm. So, I mean, that's a fairly common thing. You get a whole lot of dirt on your members and then they can never leave. It's mm. cute. Um, <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's the Christ initiation, and that's where you take some LSD... Mm-hmm. And well, they know a guy. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, they've, you know, that's right. They can sort you out. And that's pretty much the the uh, Christ initiation. And then there's a narco initiation, which is where you take some LSD, <laughs> um, and then you. There's chant- a real theme there, isn't there? There's, there's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, say yeah. say what you will about chokes. You know, once he kind of nailed a a, a motif. Yeah. He, uh, he rocked it. But he, when you'd taken your LSD with the narco initiation, you got to chant repeatedly. And you had to chant how bad you were at, at absorbing the main messages that came from Shoko. So it was like, I'm terrible, I'm terrible, I'm a bad follower. 
To be fair, like I, I've had annual reviews that are quite like that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, but I'm a goody two shoes. Followers were supposed to be celibate, mm-hmm. and in fact, not ejaculate. So that makes well, well, the one helps the other. It's a lot harder to say you can be like sexually promiscuous but not ejaculate. I feel that would be trickier. Whereas, did you? I did. I ask you not to say words I don't understand. Ejaculate. Yeah. Right. Can I retro introduce right. that? When 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 a cult leader and his followers love each other very much, <laughs> they have a special cuddle. And and oh. the beauty of this actually, the special cuddles that uh, that Shokes uh, indulged within, because like so many of uh, of of our best and brightest cult mm. leaders, this whole celibacy thing very much did not apply. One hundred percent no. My favorite. PSI was the perfect salvation initiation. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Shokes would put on a little helmet with mm. electrodes uh-huh. and he'd just like think really hard about guru stuff. Yeah. And you could... Well, that's why you get an electrode helmet to start with. I mean, you know, I don't... I don't that's why I bought mine. That's right. Uh, and Somewhere the underpants, there. they're a different story. Yeah. And then you could pay... Thousands of dollars to get your own helmet, put it on, and absorb Shoke's thoughts. Mm. Uh, you could also, you could also, then these were very expensive things. Buy a pint of his bath water to have a sip of. Mm. Uh, get a little vial of his blood to mix in your water. Nice. Or get a clipping of his hair, which was extensive and copious. This is true. Uh, to it- brew into a, a cup of tea. Well, who doesn't like like the end of a long, long day's a steaming cup of hair tea? Yeah, I like you know, let's like settle down with some hair tea and just, just kind of ponder things. You know, I, but I, that's none of my business. I put on put on my my little electro helmet and I just like, what's what's Shokes thinking? I, I <laughs> just tune in, tune into the Shoke. So fond of tea was Shoko that one of his. I don't know if it's a punishment, but it was definitely an opportunity to learn. Um, was called thermotherapy, mm-hmm. where people would hang upside down and just get dipped in a vat of, of uh, simmering water. Mm. Nice. So a human tea bag, if yeah. you will. These people have already given over most of their money, but mm. they're still buying souvenirs. Um, you don't get that with Sea Org. No, very few souvenirs when mm. you sign up for a billion years. Yeah. Right. Did I just rap? You did. <laughs> that's 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 some sweet flow you got there. <laughs> so there's people they're meditating all day. <laughs> they're really going hungry because you just get a bowl of bowl of veg each day. Yeah. Probably um, hair veg. Yeah. They're in they're manufacturing massive amounts of drugs. Mm. Uh but they're also resenting a lot of people accidentally and intentionally killing a few people hmm. it's weird how many people accidentally die when you dump them head first into a vat of simmering water it's yeah. weird I, I mean there, there are reasons why a lot of uh, a lot of governments issue dunking people head first into simmering water guidelines mm, mm. Um, they're, they're pretty brief as a rule um, yeah. they just say don't do yeah. that um, that's maybe that's, that's the what problem. We People are like murder. they think it's like the Book of Revelations, and they're going, "Well, when you say don't." Yeah, I mean it's it's a word with shades of meaning. Yeah, um, and you know, 
And who doesn't? I mean, ultimately, who among us has not dipped somebody headfirst into a, a vat of, of simmering water? They're also on the darker side of things. They're in cahoots with the Yakuza. Mm. I like saying that. Say it. Cahoots with the Yakuza. It's good, isn't it? That, that is good, good, yeah. It's Yakuza cahoots. You can march it's to that. It's the first single by Fluffy Jump Truck. <laughs> when you're in your hoots. When you're in your hoots with the Kahooza. Tarantara, Tarantara. I reckon, yes, yeah, stay on their good side. Yeah. If you can. Uh, but one of the things that I think is just cute about Shoko is that anyone that's. Well, that's cute on, about his Yakuza hoots. Shoko, he bore grudges and anyone that said anything bad about Shokes, which by the late 80s, they really were because families were missing their kids and people were accidentally dying Mm -hmm. and... The tatami industry were were lacking. Suffering. So Shoko's keeping a little assassination list. Mm. He's like a... He's like Nixon. No, he's like an overweight Arya Stark. It's adorable. They operated bogus hospitals. So you could go there and get bullshit remedies and then just get charged thousands of yen for it. How many is thousands of yen? Millions of yen. Yeah, I would say millions. So it's kind of like the, the actual US health service then. That's, that's, that's not bad. Uh, I want to concentrate quite strongly now on violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, bless it. I hate violence. But it is very interesting in the hands of a cult, an unhinged cult leader. Yeah. And make I, no mistake, Shoko was an insane, crazy person. And I say that with respect to insane, crazy people. Look, I think it's important to point out that not all insane, crazy people are violent. I mean, in fact, you know, we if there's one thing that we do know about mental health, it's that people uh, with mental health issues... Uh, are much statistically much more likely to be the victim mm. than than the the perpetrator of uh, of violence. Shokes, and I, and I think I think we need to be sensitive to that. But Shokes, who Nelly? He <laughs> he fucking bonkers. He was barking. Yep. And he wasn't afraid to uh, hurt as many people on the way through from he, in his journey to Crazy Town, mm. both. The location and the band. <laughs> they know. Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. Great pajamas, though. I have not seen Shoko's pajamas. I feel. Well, I just I think he wore day pajamas most of the time. He big fan of white and purple. Yeah. Uh, big fan well, of sitting with... down. I mean, white and purple. The beauty of it, you can take that from day to night. It's a <laughs> it's a very and it's slimming. It. I it's guarantee you, from the photos I've seen, it is not. <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't a, a waif-like creature. No, I think I'm amazed that his followers didn't sort of get that he was not on the same diet that he that they were. Or maybe it was like a Kim Jong Un thing of just like, you know, he, he could ride, ride a ride a horse at nine months, and you know, could you know shoot a bird from the sky from within the womb and stuff like that. And it was just like, oh yeah, no, no, he he metabolizes. 
you know, potato gruel so efficiently. those people that wait till they're born to shoot birds. I know. Um, Lazy. Totally. So we're going to focus on some, on some hurties. Not just the hurties, but murderies. He, he, he was pretty... Absolutely. Pretty big on the, uh, the, 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 the not people living thing. And when people did die intentionally or accidentally, mm-hmm. how did they get rid of them? I'll answer that. Yeah, please do. <laughs> they had a purpose-built corpse microwave. Well, look, in their defence, you're not going to buy that off the shelf. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, you, you are... Although, I would be curious to hear the conversation that they had with the with the tradie that they got in. Oh. They're like, so yeah, look, looking, looking for a microwave, it's probably going to be like about seven foot by like seven foot. And um, can we hose this out? Oh. We're going to need to be able to hose this out. But when I want to melt and semi-disintegrate a body, I don't want to be standing over a hot stove all day. No. I want that done in two and a half minutes. Exactly. So we'll talk- Again, corp- corpse microwave, I like the early stuff. <laughs> then, then they sold out, man. So one of the things about being recognised as a religion, which Aum Shinrikyo were by the government, is that after that happens, you're kind of given a mini kind of immunity. Yeah, it, you, you sort of become a little state unto yourself to some degree. People don't investigate you much. Hmm. Like that Shania Twain song. Um, that, that's what it's about, really. Yeah, that's right. We don't investigate them much. Microwaves and corpses. Wow, it makes a lot more sense now. I, yeah. I, I thought she was just being poetic. Yeah. So their favourite things are weapons. <laughs> Raindrops, rain bruises, <laughs> weapons and corpses. And but... whiskers and, on kittens. Microwave that shit. Uh, weapons, mm-hmm. they're not great at making them, though. They bought the bits for a thousand automatic machine guns and tried to manufacture them. And some reports say they were successful in making one. Yeah, look, there are times when I think you need to outsource. And I think, like, building complicated weaponry, that it, it's okay. Look, you're not going to get your, your corpse microwave off the no. shelf. In no. fact, there was, a special, there was a special pipe running out of the corpse microwave that, that was for outsource. <laughs> Sorry. So they decided that Pete Evans, if you're listening. Being popular in Russia, they decided they'd pop over and see what they had for sale. And the answer was... Guns. A few guns. A few, quite a lot of guns. And a helicopter. Mm. The, so they bought the helicopter and had it to, delivered to the compound. Well, you're not going to rent it. Yeah. Didn't fly, though. They got bummed. Wow. With a faulty Soviet war chopper. If there's one thing that we've learned about about Russians generally, they do see a rube coming. <laughs> you know, they're they're a pretty astute people. It would it would appear they they, they do look at someone and go, "You're not super bright." So if you're on the street in Moscow and a Russian guy asks you to guess which cup the peas under, yeah, walk away. Yeah, or or if they say. You want to buy a helicopter? There we go. That's my accent. What is, yeah, tonight. good. Well Thank done. You. That's Thanks. your one. You get one. Yeah. It was chillingly authentic. Uh, but they also loved a bit of gas. And and this, I think, takes us neatly up to uh, to, to 
to probably their greatest hit. Yes, well, almost because they had a practice run. So they're playing around with gas, and their favourite. Yes, you do. Yeah, right. Just sarin gas. The thing is, the scientists are kind of the wrong kind of scientists. It was mainly physicists, and uh, and and programmers, and sort of AI experts. It was a. It, it was a bit of a ragtag of, yeah. of, of theorists. So they're reading their job ads chemists. and they're going, I'm gassy. I can apply <laughs> for that. No, they got it wrong. Um, so a lot of they try making gas. And sarin gas is just the most adorable of all gases. Come adorable is an interesting It's word certainly to use the wrong word. Context. Yeah. Uh, talk, talk me through it. What, what is the most adorable feature of sarin gas? Is, is it that it's invisible? And odourless. Well, it it's odourless yes. if you make it right. Yeah. Uh, Which not everyone they does did not. make it right, especially Spoiler. if you're in a rush. So that's why they always say, you know, when when you're when you're looking at your your gas recipes, they always say, like, I, I don't know how much you know about the slow gas movement, but yeah. it's very much with sarin. <laughs> you know, that's an afternoon. Like I, you're not you're not rushing in making gas and then going to pick the kids up from sport or something. No, it's, I like you know, my you bespoke to, boutique gas. You do need to sit mm, down. Mm, you need to, you need to mm, savor it. Just savor it. And it's about the journey when you're making and like put killer a gases. Quirky image on the label like a horse wearing a suit. Yeah, that's how I like my sarin gas. Uh, how I don't like it is something that gives me a little bit of a cough to start with, then makes me poo and vomit and go blind and then die. Mm, mm, That's my mm. least favourite. So I'm just, I'm going to do a bit of a laundry list of the leading up to gassing violence, just to mm. give you a slight picture on yeah. how much... Paint us a picture. Shoko like Take us through shokes. ...to get down and hurty. Uh, so 1989, a cult member tries to leave and he's murdered. That's kind of the start mm. of it. He's decided no... Popped him in the microwave. Yeah. There's a lawyer called, and I'm going to fuck this up, Susumi Sakamoto. That, that sounds plausible. Yeah. He's preparing a little suit mm-hmm. as urged by family members who have... Um, Joined the cult. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and Shoko doesn't like that. No. So he sends a couple of cult members into their apartment, into his apartment, and they kidnap the lawyer, his wife, and their young son, and take them away and murder them. Yeah. They take a brief break in 1990 to run for parliament. That, look, I I think it's fair to say that's a fairly abrupt left turn. But (laughs) then again, you know, look, I'm looking forward to the more that we find out about how many murders are carried out by the Australian Conservatives Mm. ahead ahead of the next election. I'm guessing, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a book now. I'm going to say four. Right. Mm. Nice. Mm. Oh, you're going to start a book even though you just released one. I just thought I'd do a mid-level. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good plug. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, oh, the lawyer that died, I should say that, yeah, sorry. He'd done a, an interview for Tokyo Television mm-hmm. and the broadcaster decided, oh, he's saying some things about this cult. We should show them before we broadcast it. Mm. That's a mistake. Well, it's important to get balance. A deadly mistake. It is. <laughs> They're running for parliament. Part of their campaign is to have the followers <laughs> just walk around t- town with paper mache uh, shoko heads on. <laughs> I was not aware of I'm this. I'm going to try and find... The photos wow. are rare, but there are some, and I'll put them on the Facebook page because it's... 
What was their slogan? Like a, a, a gas in every subway? If you haven't seen paper mache sort of effigy heads during a political a political campaign, it is fucked up. Historically, it's not common. It, it, it's not something that you go, "Well, this is a serious political party. I, I'm interested to hear their views." Like you, you know, in in the Australian context, like it's remarkable that One Nation don't have giant paper mache heads. On well, all of their candidates. It's I mean, funny you say instead that. of like about four of them. It's funny you say that because the campaign failed very badly. Mm. They went very badly. And after that point, <laughs> Shoko kind of thought, hey, I've got an idea. Fuck everybody. Yeah. That's how most people feel after a failed political yeah. campaign. He's like, right. I'm declaring myself Christ. I'm the Lamb of God. Yeah. That one I, that, from Book of Revelation that's sort of dead but sort of alive. I'm going to target cartoonists that satirize us and journalists that want to write stories. And um, there was a 68 or 69-year-old guy that was trying to get his sister out of the cult. Boom. Took him into a van. Killed him. Um, one guy, they were developing a couple of different gases and they would spray them on government build on parliamentary buildings and wipe just jump into the street and wipe gas on people's neck and mm. just a whole lot of creative ways but they were terrible at making gas so they weren't that successful i mean really up until this point not that successful was kind of their watchword. I mean, like, leaving aside their recruitment, which was quite successful. But it's also lucky for the Japanese census. Very, very lucky for the Japanese census. Um, I heard one story that Shoko was saying to his science, scientists, make me a giant laser. And they were like, we, we can't. <laughs> he was that unhinged that he was just having these really megalomaniacal things ideas and i think a few batman comics well you see that's a surprise because as i said they did actually have some very high level physics expertise in in the uh in alm yeah and, what's um, the point of being so a cult probably, probably coming up with a super laser you would think they'd be like oh yeah that's optics that, that that's totally within my wheelhouse but it's like i'll have I'm... it for you by wednesday I'm doing all the work. I'm sitting here in my pajamas. Mm. People have got. You're not the one with the paper mache uh, effigy. Yeah. Di- that's of my face. My face. Make me a fucking laser. And refresh my hair tea. This <laughs> yes. has gone tepid. Nothing like tepid hair tea. Lukewarm hair tea. It's disgusting. And it's frizzing. All right. Um, <laughs> we've reached 1993. This is my favourite part. What a year. Blur, really in the ascendant at this point. <laughs> Me, art school, experimenting. Um, <laughs> I was finishing my, uh, my my arts degree at this point. Right. I mean, look at me now. Yeah. I partly love this because it's the most Australian sounding thing ever. Drop it. But. Here we go. Om Shinrikyo. Get ready. They bought a sheep ranch in the Australian outback. They came out here and they bought a sheep ranch. And that sheep ranch was called Banjawan Station because they wanted to test some of their gas on the sheep. And sheep are, I mean, as as you know, in terms of uh, the respiratory, identical to commuters. (laughs) That's right. 
That's right, especially in winter. Yeah. Because of all the war. Exactly. They're snug. Those bastards killed 29 sheep. Which, compared to the, the, the levels of most sheep farms' level of killing sheep, statistically, you're probably pretty safe on that farm as a sheep. Because, yeah. I mean, typically, you know, like, if you're... They've a, got millions. People don't understand how big the outback is. Exactly. It's just full of sheep. It's very big. Cheek by jowl. Yeah. Oh, but imagine how delicious it smelt when they were in the microwave. <laughs> then in 1994, they have a bit of a practice run in Matsumoto, which I've just pronounced perfectly. Yes. They converted a bit of a refrigerator truck. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder why they didn't just use, you know, a truck. And Maybe they had one and they were just like, well, waste not, want not. They, we've already we've wasted all this money on a non-functional helicopter. Yeah. We don't have just truck money lying around. No. Well, of course, if they were still on Banjawan Station, they yeah. could have just got a ute. So they drove the truck up to the homes of judges who were overseeing like a lawsuit related to an Ocean Rikio property mm-hmm. dispute and just sprayed a bit of sarin gas around. But their sarin gas was inferior. But eight people still died and five people got hurt. And the authorities went, it probably wasn't that cult that have announced that they're going to kill everyone and have really big ovens. It was probably North Korea. They hate us. Because it does seem, in retrospect, blindingly obvious, and literally blinding because that's what Siren Mm. does, that these were the people perpetrating these acts. And yet the investigations seemed, at best, lacklustre. Well, see, they're a religion, and you don't investigate religions. No, that's true. People were... That's true, George Pell. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah, I went there. Wait till the Catholic episode. Boom. I'll see you in court. I think we're ready. Yeah. I think we're ready for the big one. The big one. So two days before the big one, on the 18th, because uh, the police did twig eventually and just thought... Wait a second. Hold on a tick. Those tripping murderous lunatics are up to something. <laughs> Crazy uh, kids. So they went, we better raid their compound. And someone said, hey, Ohm, police are going to raid your compound. There's a tip off. They Well, they had uh, they, they had people on the inside. I mean, this, this mm-hmm. is one of, the, one of the reasons why... Uh, one of the suggested reasons why the law enforcement reaction was not quite as uh, robust as Mm. one would expect is that it's hard to know how much of this is kind of in retrospect trying to big up the the idea that they they had tentacles everywhere like their porn yes Yes. indeed Um, but it was suggested that they they had members placed sort of within the uh, the police and justice systems that were able to, at the very, very least, give them a heads up on what soaked, was going on. Soaked with spies. Indeed. God, they're so wacky. Because they were tipped off about the raids, they thought, let's cause a distraction. Let's make the police busy with other things mm-hmm. that we have caused and not the things <laughs> they already know we have caused because they'll just blame the United States. Or North yeah. Korea. Honestly, or if pandas. one more United States attacks, does a terrorist attack on yeah. Japan? Yeah. It, it has to be said the idea of 
in order to distract people from the crimes we've committed, we will commit an enormous crime. Yeah. Does seem... Turnbully. Turnbully, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that, that's a very good point. Sort of like, well, in order to get out of this problem, I'm going to make a much bigger problem. It's, it's Punch and Judy. Mm. To... It is Stop Hitting Yourself, The Cult. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> um... So, I mean, this, we laugh about something where a number of dead people, my goodness. This is a bit that I think is a little bit sort of British spy. Um, what was the one that Joanna Lumley was it started in? The Avengers. The Avengers. It, it is very steed, the fact that it involves a uh, umbrellas with, with pointed tips. You just need to give these guys bowler hats mm. and a far less efficient train system. Yes. And it's, and it's British. Um so they sent out, I want to say five. It was five. Is that because yes. it's right? That That's is, why I want to say. That is correct. Five on two two lines. Five people, and they're all coordinated to release some sarin gas at ten to eight because it's kind of slow acting at the start. Mm-hmm. So that by the time on a Monday morning, mm, should be much said in peak hour. So by the time the trains get quite close to police headquarters because um, all these trains are heading towards there, that's when the gas hits full... Potency. I was going to say kahuna. So thank God I paused. Yeah. So they've got the siren gas in in plastic bags wrapped in newspaper. Wrapped in newspapers. Be, so as to be less conspicuous. Mm. Well, um, people just go, well, they're carrying like several kilos of fish. Yeah. So that's fine. Also, I've seen certain kinds of Japanese train-based porn and you can get away with all sorts of stuff mm. on a crowded train. Um, it, hi, Mum, if you're listening. They're, they're, they're a saucy place, yeah. that's my understanding. That's right. With really no respect for personal space. None. So these guys have each got two or three bags of sarin gas wrapped in newspaper in their backpacks. Mm-hmm. Sharpened umbrellas. God, I love that. I love the idea of someone in their little Mount Fuji compound with a rasp. <laughs> so yeah, so there's five of them. They're on their trains. They've synchronized their watches. They've and when it goes their... beep, 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 what happens? They, they, they poke their uh, their 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 newspaper wrapped bags, and uh, and and release the gas. They've also each of them has got a hypodermic needle, with an antidote. Clever. Also, just it's really TV, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's it's you know it, it's very much kind of you know Joker at the beginning of Dark Knight. The the you know, oh, they're... you've mistaken me for someone else. <laughs> I, ju- I can't do superhero movies. It, and I know that that means that I am, like, desperately unpopular with many of my friends. I... But, oh, my God, give me a jazz ballet movie and I'm putty. <laughs> um, it is really, like, a, a much more murderous step up to the streets. Siren starts as a liquid and then evaporates and really spreads like a... Gas in a train, train carriage. That could have been better. Spreads like chlamydia at a B&S ball. Boom. Yeah. Done. Uh, Much more Australian. And it gets on, because it's a liquid at first, it gets on people's shoes, so they walk it through the station. And you've got station hands finding these. Everyone's coughing and vomiting and pooing and a few of them dying. You've got station hands in their very natty uniforms and white gloves picking these up and taking them to their office to look at them and dying. Mm. Um, it's a shambles. It, 
I, I think a shambles is probably a, a, a pretty significant mm. understatement of the, the, the scenario here. And what does it do to the punctuality of the trains? Nothing good. Nothing. No, nothing. They kept. They just closed the carriage and kept the trains going. Did they? I, m- I missed this detail. It's Tokyo. Oh, good Things heavens. must run on time. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Uh, so eventually they did stop some, and it was quite bad, but their first reaction is, let's section off the bad bits and get Whoa. these people to work. And you have people going to work, Not coughing fluttering that... and going partly blind. Holy Because one must feed the machine. But um, I wasn't aware that they were just sort of like, okay, things have got a bit sarony. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a Monday. And, you know, maybe these people aren't dying. Maybe they're just, don't talk to me before coffee. Yeah, am I right? I know. So the perpetrators are getting, they're bolting off the train, getting picked up in cars, and they have little bottles of water that they dip their umbrella tips in. Just chuck them away. It was a peculiar choice. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, then again, you know, it's a big day. You'd like a souvenir. Yeah. Shooting themselves up with antidote. And getting away scot-free. 13 died. Yes. 54 seriously injured. There were th- thousands of people got were, were, were sick to sick. varying degrees. Yeah. Um, and it's enough, I mean, you know, like sick sounds like it's, you know, very moderate. But, you know, there, there are people with health effects that last yeah. the rest of their lives, particularly uh, in terms of blindness. Yes, which is, it kind of seems badly poetic that a blind man was was the cause of blindness in reading about this cult i'm just going to say that i am not a massive fan of the japanese legal system i have some issues with it i'm not a fan of the death penalty as a a thing same i want bad people to suffer for a really long time yeah Mm. shokes is still with us yes he, he the um his death sentence has been commuted. or Well, it, I don't know if commuted is quite the word. It's on pause. He's been on death row for a while and he's gone a bit, well, more nutty than usual. Yeah. But suffice to say, they went through with the raids anyway mm-hmm. and arrested a chunk of people and we're about to get to our favourite bit. Shokes hid himself away. Yeah, in a little room. People like to hide away in a little room. Yeah. Um, the little room was in the compound, mm. which I... Historically, I mean, like, just a, just a tip for any, you know, potential cult leaders listening to this mm. and thinking to themselves, so what, what do I do? Uh, little room, fine. If you, you know, it's, it's safe, it's, it's, you know, it's efficient. Maybe don't have it in the centre of the place that everybody's going to be looking. Like, just... Do you mean, like, what, so you have to sort of turn left past the sarin gas manufacturing plant, turn right at the corpse microwave? Mm. That kind of thing. I, I would say maybe, like, even in a different city, or perhaps, That's you know... crazy talk, Andrew. Yeah. Look, I, I'm a big thinker. I'm, I'm not going to lie to yeah. you, Joe. I, I like to think to myself, if I'm being looked for by the police, mm. and they're specifically going to my cult's compound, where I'm going to be is not there. Right. Even maybe... if I've got a little sort of hidey hole with... Yeah, maybe he didn't want to leave out, his... a lot of jars. His prized collection. Mm. What do, were do the jars, wanna, you, Andrew? I, I'm glad you asked, Joe. So, because surely, it, 
I mean, was Shoko celibate? Or was that just his followers? Interesting point. You know, historically, your cult leader will just go, look, I don't. I, I think a, a sexual relationship with my acolytes, that'd be coercive. Mm. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to open that can of worms. No. That's not what we're about here. We're trying to bring about the end of the world. But if a hot chick comes along, but sure, look, you know, when you are a divine being of, of come pure on, mate, energy, we can't. We can't all be. You're gonna have needs. Buddha in a yeah. field of Weinstein's, and uh, and so old chokes in in the interests of purity, bang the hell out of all of the women. Fucked a bit. Joined is yeah. is cold. Yeah, but also like to go to Peeny Town. He like he did go to Peen Town mm. in uh, population chokes. Peeny Pooney mashing together. <laughs> wow, there we go. There's a t-shirt. Um, there's some awkward questions if you're ringing a company and saying, "Listen, I've got to do a pretty abrupt move. I've got some fairly fragile yep. material here." Um, you are building this magnificently. P.S. Uh, chokes like to uh, collect post coitally just snip off a bit of pubic hair mm. whack it in a jar uh, I don't know if he had a little label maker that he would just kind of you know like... one imagines one of those dimos yeah. sorry whose who's pubes are these oh, the world hates a mislabeled pubic hair I tell you what <laughs> so, when you've got a taste for hair tea to start with <laughs> Well, you know when you go to T2 and they've got that big wall of, 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 of their sort of thin tea? Sure. It's, I like to think that that was very much what he had going on. Yeah. Like, like some sort of bespoke filing system. And an ex-member, an ex-female member said, he pretty much just said, souvenir, and then plucked a pube out of her. Hmm. I was about to say mush, and I'm not going Wow. <laughs> and plucked her hair out of her mound. I think it's a hard thing to do and maintain the gravitas and mystery of yourself as a cult leader to sort of be like, you know, I, I am the Godhead. I am the manifestation yeah. of, of the universe's energy. And also I'm going to grab me a fistful of your pews yeah, that's right. and uh, give, it, give it a yank. I mean, he was kind of a cookie cutter cult leader in a lot of ways, but no other cult leader had a shelf full of jars, full of pubes. Jars of pubes. So I reckon... We finish up with some kill facts. Yeah, well, look, I, my favourite fact is that um, the religion still exists. Yeah, and they're still quite popular in yeah. Russia as well. Yeah, it, it, they've split off into two, two, two sects. Aleph? Yeah, there's Aleph who, who are essentially still uh, a doomsday cult. Yeah. And they are still under, well, supposedly are still under uh, constant surveillance and investigation. By the police, but the other side of it, um, the, uh, Hikari Noir, is considered a very legitimate religion. And that means of, of... circle of rainbow light. <laughs> it's the My Little Pony of. Oh no, they're dirty now too, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're, they're religious bronies. <laughs> Damn it! Ruining everything. But yeah, we didn't mention that Ocean Rico means supreme truth. Oh no, we probably should have mentioned that. Which is such a it's such a typical. Because it sounds like of, we've been taking the piss, and they, they they had it all right. Yeah, the number of people that put truth in their in their cult names, and they're all right. Uh, well, it's kind of like when you see a clothes shop with the word fashion in its title. <laughs> there, there's a just parenthetically, this has got nothing to do with anything. Yeah, but you're welcome. For for a, for a number of years, I I I. I um, my family live in um, South Australia, mm. and 
my folks live down the Florida Peninsula. There's a town called Yankalilla. Yeah, there which, is. Which used to uh, have, for a very, very long time, had a, a fashion boutique, uh, which was called Come See Fashion. Yes, it was. And are you au fait with it? No, oh, I'm wow. just enthusiastic. That, that, that just seemed. That, that wasn't a, a, a face of recognizing the actual shop. It, it seemed. It was a face of recognizing my next tourism outing. You can get your jollies now with just a shorter trip to Town Hall Station where Jizz Fashions still trades. <laughs> that, Outstanding. It, it, it never stops being funny, too. Nope. That's the thing. Like I, I, I was walking I past it. From jizz. <laughs> I've worn Jizz. Go on. Do tell. I wore Jizz to a party. <laughs> Everything about this works. <laughs> The group, okay, the group never confessed, and so that's one of the reasons that um, prosecuting them took so long. Mm. They had to just gather evidence and stuff. But Asahara, like, Shoko broadcast his innocence song because mm. nothing says, I didn't do it, like, I wrote a song about how I didn't do it. They, like, he broadcast it through a radio broadcast on a signal they they bought from Russia yeah. and just directed towards Japan. Which I don't think is an efficient way of doing it. No. You, like, you'd have to think, of all the places closer to Japan, from Japan place, is one of the closest. And from the place Sony started. <laughs> figure it out. But but the interesting thing was, that song was very much his only statement. He did not speak during the trial. He did not give, give evidence at any point. To make sure that people didn't think that they were guilty... On the day that Shoko was arrested, a, a parcel bomb went to the governor of Tokyo. Uh, and again... Classic diversion. Yeah. They weren't... Again, these scientists really were just doing 80% of the job. So the parcel bomb went off at the wrong time, and this is bad. It blew off his secretary's fingers. That's not great. No. Shoko's favourite... He loved karaoke, and his favourite song was My Way. And if you've ever read about the Philippines, My mm, Way Killings, yes. that's a whole different kettle of sushi. And I read this in my 11th hour research, so I haven't gone further to find any actual recordings, but apparently there's an Om Shinrikyo pop band called Perfect Salvation. Wow. I need to research more. I bet they're like the ace of bass of, of Japan. <laughs> Maybe New Kids on the Block. Oh. Oh, mo, 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 mo. <laughs> oh. Sorry. That's it. They got in a bit of trouble. They're still yeah. on death row. I think yeah. 13 of them are on death row. They are. Still blind. Yeah. Um, but the religion's still still kicking along. In kind of a... Sort they're of. outlawed somewhere in some places, but... They're outlawed in, in about, I think it's seven countries. Yeah, they're, they're, considered, they're considered a terrorist organisation... In both the US and Russia, which mm. is pretty good going. But yay, rebranding. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, when you've got a, a catchy name like uh, the Rainbow Kittens Coalition or whatever it was. They're, they're <laughs> Originally, they were out. like the Mountain Wizards or something. <laughs> they were. And wow. then, I don't know, they thought um, they thought Supreme Truth was catchier. Yeah. Look, six of one, half dozen of the other. Well, I'd like to do two things. The first is to thank you for talking about the Shokester with me. Shoko. Shokes. Uh, it's done. And the second is just to close up by saying, do some yoga, mm -hmm. take a train, mm -hmm. join a cult. Yeah. Look, maybe... Oh, 
Or or don't. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe something something with working helicopters. Go, oh, go with that. Good perspective. Mm. Nice one. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, with help from the internet. My co-host for this episode was Andrew P. Street. He's so good they named a road after him. Further reading and spelling errors my mum will notice can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, a man who puts the man in catamaran. Yep, cults. <laughs>